welcome to episode 204 of the Canadian Prepper podcast. We're recording on May 7th, 2023. I'm Jeff. I'm your host of the show for this evening. I'm based in central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. And I'm Brad. I'm in eastern Ontario. consider myself a part-time amateur prepper, constantly trying to better myself. My name's Chair, hopefully very, very, very close to the eastern Ontario part of where Brad lives. Uh, I'm a tactical beard owner, uh, based t-shirt guru, government critique, and the reason we hit the explicit button. I'm the Frugal Gunny. I recently moved to northern Ontario, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. I'm an off-grader, shooter, hunter, fisher, gatherer, trapper type, and all-around generalist. I only recently came to accept that I'm a prepper. And I'm Terry. I'm the guest tonight, and I live in sunny southern Ontario. And I'm a struggling indie author, mediocre gardener, pathetic hunter, and general jack of all trades, master of none. You wanna wanna help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air? You can buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast T-shirt and the <coughs> tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled. If you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes, like us on Facebook, and submit a review on iTunes. Also, we want your feedback, good or bad, or just a topic you want us to cover. You can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So we've got some community content for you in this episode. Uh, we're going to start off with some recent news, update our personal preps, and then we'll get into the main topic, which is the annual preppers meet. So I've got a uh, couple of news articles. Um, the first one is a little on the political side, a little on the prepper side, um, but New York State is the first state in the U.S. that is going to be uh, banning all fossil fuel um appliances uh, starting with new homes in 2026 so um, when they when they basically talked about fossil fuels they said um, natural gas and propane so no stoves no furnaces no hot water heaters no space heaters uh, nothing that burns a fossil fuel uh, will be what they consider legal um, this is supposed to start again in uh, anything under seven stories in 2026 and over seven stories in 2029. Um, like I said, they're the first ones. I'm sure they're not going to be the last. Um, I just don't understand or get this whole big fascination with everything has to be electric. Um, because on, in the, in the prepper end of it, um, they're limiting you to one option and that mm -hmm. one option yeah. is hydro. And we all know yeah, how often, you, you get a blackout, a brownout, your hydro goes out. It's never when it's really good weather outside. It's always in a storm or, or something like that. So, you know, I, I just don't see the whole, I, I, I get on one part, kind of the, the environmental part of it, but to, to limit your resources and your, I guess your survivability to one single source, I think is, is a problem that, um, and I mean, you know, there, there was some discussion on it. I was following a bit and 
somebody said, well, I'll just get a wood stove. And they're like, yeah, well, that's next on the list to ban. And mm -hmm. I was yeah. just going to ask that. I'm not sure how they're going to do that because New York has quite a large, which I think a lot of states do, uh, quite a large Amish community. And that's that's how they cook their yeah. food yeah, but they never their house and whatever. They don't have electricity. Yeah, but, yeah, but they didn't get the email or the news article about it. So, I mean, you can't fault them for that. <laughs> well, um, that yeah, but, that, like, but, I mean, at the same time, like, I, I'm just curious if anybody has decided that by 2026, we need to boost up the infrastructure for electricity and the demand for it. Just yeah, like it's in, not going to happen I mean, that fast. I mean, we're, we're, right, we're talking New that. York here. We're talking New York here, but I mean, like, what happens in California when everybody turns their AC on? Right? They got the rolling blackouts. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that, just like you're shut off for the next two days because the power grid cannot support it. Yeah. So it's it's one of those go, things uh, where it's go, just like... I, go I mean, knock on uh, 15 neighbors' <clears throat> doors and tell them all to turn their AC off so that yeah. we can all get our power back on. Right? And it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think our infrastructure is ever getting any better on uh, the power side and the demand, like, you know, Hydro, what, Hydro mm -hmm. One, Hydro Ontario, whatever you want to call it. Right? Like, it's constantly just a band-aid fix because the amount of time and effort it takes to, you know, if we want to go this route because we do have a clean way of getting energy, it's probably not a bad way, but just to up the infrastructure to support the demand when everybody is cooking supper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's probably going to go crazy. So that, and, you know, and, that's and just funny, something to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah. And it, and it's funny you mentioned that because what, what somebody brought up in one of the, the chats I was listening or I was, kind of reading over was they said so the the government the new york government just recently um built a, a power plant took five years to build it so they're not going to have another one ready by 2026 and guess what that power plant runs on natural cool. gas <laughs> yeah so if there's a plan they haven't been sharing else. that plan with us no. right. they're not very good at sharing that plan they I tell mean, the people what the not. plan is. It might be easier to get on board, but you're not yeah, sharing yeah. that plan. So, yeah. So just kind of from so. the prepping end, I know it's, you know, four years off, but like I said, this is the first state. I'm quite sure it's not going to be the last. Um, there's going to be obviously um, lawsuits, I would imagine. And, you know, so we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. But And the other one I've got is... Um, uh, it's kind of the weather thing. I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit in my blurb, but Alberta has declared a state of emergency over their wildfires. Um, they are really bad out there. Um, they basically got caught in kind of a, a high pressure dome, shall we say, of nothing but hot, dry air for several days. And with it being this early in the season, the, the, I don't know how you would refer to it, the green foliage and that that grows out of the ground and all that, it hasn't even really started to grow yet. So there's absolutely nothing to stop the, the wildfires from going and um, they're just going crazy. There's been a whole lot of evac evacuations, um, towns that have been evacuated, uh, lots of buildings burned, not heard of any loss of life, which is a good thing. But um, if this is how it's starting now and it's only early in May, it's going to be uh it's going to be pretty bad for for the season so um 
Yeah, it definitely sucks for them out there. I saw mm-hmm. that map yeah. a couple of days ago of how many wildfires are burning and whatnot at the time. And it doesn't seem like there's very much uh, unburnt ground there right now. No, unfortunately, that's uh, that's that, that's not a good thing. So well, if nobody has yeah. anything else, we'll uh, move on to what we've done lately for preps. Work, 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 work. Lots of yard cleanup this weekend. Um, the, the, the trees that came down this last winter and the couple of storms that we had, been waiting, got a few things done, changed a few things around in the yard and cleaned up a whole bunch. Uh, truck repair, <clears throat> the, uh, the truck that we bought last year to pull our camper. Pierre was nice enough to uh, bring over <coughs> his code reader what, a week or so ago now? Put the code reader on, found yeah. out it was crank sense, crankcase sensor. Crank, mm. Sorry, crankcase position sensor or something like oh, that. Crank and, crank position sensor. There, there we go. See, there he knew what it was. And uh, looked around, trial and error, bought, uh, bought the wrong one, got the right one, got it put in. Now it runs fine. Now I got a uh, little bit of exhaust issue and suspension issue, but... Uh, at least the truck runs and can move, so I'm happy with that. And thankful to, to Pierre for lending me his sensor, his, his reader there for the what five seconds it took to figure out which one it was. And yep. But then then we knew where to look, so that was good. And little tiny bit of fuel rotation, and that's about it. Sounds good. Yeah, I uh, I also did some fuel rotation. I uh, did a bunch of yard cleanup, um, lots to do when you are surrounded by trees. And I got started on my next, next year's uh, winter firewood. Uh, um, I've already got enough for next season. I'm So I'm starting on the season after. I uh, got, like I said, the last time I got the chainsaw tuned up and everything. So I got going on getting the wood cut. And so that's going to be going on for the next couple of weeks. And then hopefully I'm finished with that and, I'll get the trees down that fell in the winter storms and like Brad and get them out of there and, and I'm ready to go. Nice. Um, we got a little bit of food prep, um, getting the new truck plans ready. So our truck is finally in, um, it's not technically our truck, but they give us a pretty good offer. We couldn't refuse on a different truck We're ecstatic for it. Fingers crossed by Wednesday, we should have it. So, um, getting the first eight gets, bags ready that we're going to flop in there. Um, we finished up uh, the renovation plans and estimates and all the things for the house we put a bid in. Should find out tomorrow, Tuesday, if all goes well. So we've got some big plans, priced out a bunch of materials, talked to people and said, we will give you beer and food um, to help out with a bunch of it <clears throat> and all that stuff. Here. We have tap water, um, and then uh, <laughs> uh, doing the last finish touchings before our wedding party in a few weeks. Um, we got married in March, but we're having a crazy fun party celebration on May two for a weekend. So there's lots and lots of bins to organize and last minute things to do. So Mill's been doing most of that, but she's not on, so I might as well take advantage of saying I did it. No, note to self, Pierre. Don't tell Brad it's only water till after he's done the work. <laughs> I am right here, eh? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Worst, if if all goes well, he can walk home to get whatever he needs and walk back without breaking a sweat. That is true. Uh, yeah, totally yeah. We, we'll pretty much be neighbors. Um, so yeah, so uh, we put the bid in, did the inspections. Uh, there were some issues, so we renegotiated our bid. Um, so everything went well for that. Everything was signed, and then we extended the date just because we had to get a bunch of estimates in. Um, you know, need this done and this done, so we had to get four or five people to come in and then we had to make shopping carts for 90, 95% of the renovations we're just going to do ourselves. Um, we had to get all that in. So we're just waiting on the last minute financing things or whatever. So hopefully we'll find out the next day or two. We have till Wednesday technically, but uh, we'll, we'll find out. I'm hoping it goes forward. It'll be a nice little uh, project that needs a little bit of TLC and uh, it'll be all ours. And then I can pee in my backyard well, the luck. all the time. Thank you. Yep. Oh boy. As for me, I'm <laughs> notoriously bad for overfilling the freezer. We made a trip to Costco again this week and come back with more stuff than I could fit in. So, you know, it took a little bit of working around to get it all in there. But we did. And yeah, I'm always playing with the fuel supply, was rotating fuel. And this year I decided to teach myself welding. So I went and bought a good old Princess Auto welder and I've been diddling around there with that. So I I managed to build myself a rocket stove that so far hasn't fallen apart yet. So I guess that's a good sign. Always good when that well happens. Done. Well yeah, done. yep, yep. So that's what I've been up to. Is your uh, is your welder uh, one ten or two twenty? Oh, it's just a little one ten job. Yeah, it's one of those new um, inverter welders. It really, really works good. I'm quite happy yeah. with it. Like I haven't been able to yeah. screw it up, and if anybody can screw it up, I can. <laughs> yeah. uh, using FlexCore, yeah. FlexCore, are you putting gas on it? Yeah, flex it's FlexCore, but you can put gas on it. Yeah, you can That's use good. either or, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice. so far it's a pretty slick little rig. Interesting. Nice. Inverter Where'd you welder. Get that from Terry? Princess Auto. They had them on sale a few months back. Well, I'm going to say when I buy that February, maybe. Yeah. It was one of their pro point ones, one of their better ones, I guess. I don't know if that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, but anyway, I think it was one of their better brands. And yeah. uh, I forget uh, what it cost. It was pretty reasonable. Anyway, so I thought I'd give it a go. It's a tiny little thing. It's not very big. But it works slick, yeah. really slick. Yeah. Nice. I've got the, the pro, point, pro Point welding mask. And, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, out of the two, like the Power Fist and the Pro Point, like you're way better off with the Pro Point. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, some things it's hit and miss with that place, but if it's doing what you need it to do, oh, obviously yeah. Yeah. money well is well spent. Like no ones ever yeah. wants. Oh yeah, nice. That's good. Um, on the prepping side, what have I been up to? Jeez, uh, I've been doing the uh, <coughs> truck, the truck turnover. So that means getting all of the snowshoes out, the sled out, getting the summer stuff in, like bug juice, all that good stuff. Banana hammers. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, get, getting the uh, the nighttime gear changed over as well. So I'm going to get my backpack and hammock in there. Um, I, I do mobility as a concept, so I tend to do my base uh, is my truck. So wherever I am, my truck is my base. And so uh, a big part of my preps is keeping that thing up and running. So uh, I've given it a little bit of a lift. And uh, Brad and Pierre got to see that the other day. And yeah. now having come up here with it, Looks nice, I man. can tell you that I am really, really happy. So 
I went to the non-expensive route for any of you who are wondering, did he go and spend five to six grand? No, no. I went with Bilstein chocks and, uh, and a Fabtech Adalift kit for my 2015 Tacoma. And uh, I'm very, very happy. Could have gone the cheaper way, which is get those metal tubes and the hockey pucks and drill the hole mm. through the hockey pucks, right? Like that, that back oh, school, yeah. like real cheap lift kit. It's awesome until it blows on you. But yep. like you could have done that for like hundred bucks. Oh, I know, I know. That wasn't a two hundred dollar <laughs> option for front and back, and I thought, yeah, yeah. but I want to do it yeah. and also enjoy the benefits of the ride because what I had before yeah. was uh, just the regular sport tuning kit, and that's fine for the city. It's great, yeah. but for a bush truck, man, it's not adequate. So changing the game completely. Uh, so I did that. Uh, the other thing, I've been doing some groundskeeping up here since I come up, so I, I was able to get in. Uh, the water level is uh, not as high in the low sections of the road on the way in, but uh, the culverts are pretty much cooked and need to be replaced. So it's uh, solely ATV or lighter to get in now, which is mm -hmm. okay with me because I have a running ATV this year. Um, the other thing I've been doing was clearing my shooting lanes because, well, you know, it's that time of the year where we like to go out and zero things and check for speeds and feeds. And I like to check my dope and all of these things. And I like to gather different data points for my temperatures and velocities. So uh, while I'm up here, I get to do all that at my own pace. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. Nice. nice. Excellent. So with that, uh, I guess I'll move into the main topic. Uh, as I mentioned, it is the uh, a talk about the uh, upcoming annual preppers meet. We have uh, Terry, who's uh, come to join us and be the uh, the spokesperson, I guess, for for the group of uh, on the annual preppers meet. Um, so, you know, Terry, I'll turn it over to you. Give us a you know a rundown. How long have you been going, and and stuff like that, and what what the prepper meet's all about, just for people who haven't been there. Okay. Well, for me, I, I think I think 2016 was the first year I was there, and uh, it's been running for for quite some time. Um, this will be the ninth year that the shows are uh, that the show has been held, except for the two years of COVID, which was a was a zero out. So nine, ten, eleven, actually. And uh, from our humble beginnings of just a few people up in a community center in Huntsville, Ontario, uh, to uh, last year we had. We had roughly uh, 200, a little over 200 people at the site in Desborough. So it was, it was quite the event. We had a good, good crowd last year. Everybody's nice. happy to get out after COVID. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was quite good. Had a good, really good turnout. Uh, let's see. What more can I say? Um, yes, they, they volunteered me to be the, be the spokesperson. I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but I, I can cab if I get myself going. <laughs> We'll find out if you end up with less than 200 this year. I'll blame somebody else for it. Don't fret. Don't fret. That's a good metric. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what is the annual preppers? Well, it's, it's an annual gathering where us, uh, you know, loony people, we, we get together and we talk about preparedness, of course, and primitive skills and uh, survival, bushcraft. And uh, really, this is one of the, largest events in Canada, I think. We uh, bring in some really, 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 really good presenters, some really 
established people in the industry that really know what they're talking about and they put on some good shows and yeah i i just love it every year it's been a it's been better and better and better every year um so it's over it's a three-day event so it's a friday saturday sunday and uh, it's, the dates are going to be this year's july 6th through to the 9th and in beautiful downtown desboro ontario now, there's a hot spot um <laughs> it's up owen sound nate way up roughly you can look it up on the map anyway desboro and the actual address is on the on the annual preppers meet website and the annual preppers meet facebook page if you want to tune into those things um <clears throat> three-day weekend i've never had bad weather yet knock on wood so hopefully this year it, it holds out and it's uh it's a all-inclusive family type event so you know you can bring your bring your young'uns uh lots of people ask if you can bring dogs you know dogs are okay as long as we're on a leash control the dog make sure it's well behaved uh, kids do but you know, kids have a good time. They kind of get to run around there and do their little Sasquatch thing, and they they have fun, and it's a it's a great event for them. It's out there in the bush, and they all seem to know one another. The same quite often, the same folks come every year. Uh, what else can I say? It's a lot of very hands-on workshops. You know, uh, there's there's self-defense classes that go on. Um, uh, we've the had beekeeping. Ones? Sorry, the fun ones. The fun, or like, or like the Canadian ones. Oh no, no, it's just the Canadian version. Now we just, yeah, okay. we we don't we don't hurt nobody, no. Especially okay. old people like me. God, we get into that, and I might have to carry me out in an ambulance for God's sake. No, but yeah, there's a there's a bit of self defense. There's one more tailored towards women. There's one tailored to more as fellows. One doesn't matter about your ages. You know, everybody participates. But a hand on stuff. Uh, there's fire starting. That's always a fun one. There's a, that, that's a unique little event that happens every year. They line up a bunch of people. They start out with, with some kids doing it too, which is really cute. Nice. And you got to gather your own materials on site. You got a certain time, run back, get your fire all built up. You got to st you start it with a, with a fire steel and uh, hang a jute string over top of the, of the site. And the first one who burns through the jute string wins the prize. And it's pretty nice. interesting to watch. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Lots of pressure. Lots of pressure. Yeah, I love that concept. The fire yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, what other stuff do we have going on there? Um, at wild edible walks. Last year, I think we had three different people doing wild edible walks. They just walk around there and they just pick out the wild edible plants, which is always good, especially for senile guys like me, because I forget. You know, from one one year to the next, exactly what it was. So I got to relearn every year. So I need to go every year. Bug nice. out bags. That's another one that people like. Um, I'm not sure who's doing the bug out bag one this year, but anyway, it's coming up. It's coming up. Off grid living, fire starting, self defense classes, uh, bushcraft and survival. There's some really good bushcrafting folks there. This year we're going to have an archery range. They talk about food preservation. This year we're going to have a, a slingshot and a BB range, BB gun range. And I don't know what that's going to involve, so that ought to be interesting to see how that comes about. That, uh, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm that sure. I'm sure fun. that'll be a hit. Sounds there's, fun. Yeah, oh yeah. There's one. Well, the last couple of years, I think we've we've had axe throwing. That's been oh, interesting. Right on. <laughs> oh, that's here, fun. Here. We're going. Yeah. I've done oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting, and yeah, it's not easy to do either. It's, oh no, oh no. no. It's 
it's it's a tricky small little science that doesn't take much but like it's consistency standing at the same spot mm-hmm. your arm going the same speed that yeah. axe throwing is fun i've done it a few times and i'm like yeah, it's fun i've been a coach draws a big crowd i've yeah. been a coach so if if we want to do it at any point when we're together let's do it i've been a oh, coach. Yeah, I, be I can show you all yeah done put it in the schedule yeah. up here when we go to see yeah. gunny yeah when we, when we go up in the fall there buddy set up and that'll be part the, of your preps in the future the ideal axe is a is a one and a half pound hatchet yes mm-hmm. but yeah. we also show the technique for uh, a proper four pound um chopping axe nice. so uh, we call it the big axe so I, I literally was a member of a league and uh when uh, i worked in the private sector at the time and uh, i got laid off and when i was without work they said hey do you want to work here until you find your next gig and so for a while i was a professional axe throwing coach cool. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm laughing because it was so much fun mm-hmm. it was hard to believe i got paid for it so yeah, oh, you, that's you great. didn't work you didn't work any day any day that you were there did you oh no oh no and i got to see a lot of beautiful people come come and go through and have a great time you know it was you can't not have fun the first time you, you peg an axe into the board. It feels awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, if if that's a, something that we can organize for ourselves, or even if uh, you do want to do it at another future meet, uh, I would love to help out. Oh yeah, it's a it's yeah. a popular draw. Draws a lot of people to do that. I guess they more are more like hatchets than they are axes. They're not the, they're not really big. Yeah. Well, we compete with the four-pound axe at the end to see who is the better. So okay. if, if you go one-on-one in the end, so, you know, if two axers are having a, a good run and yep. doing an elimination sort of deal, we always finish on what we call the big axe. There you and go. Then you've got to throw that big axe. And, yeah, that's a ton of fun. So, yeah, that's we should do that do. sometime. Yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> nice. Lots of good stuff. Right on. Um. So just curious, so are these set times for these classes? Would um, some yeah. of these classes potentially go on more than one time just in case I want to yeah. do the slingshot, the food, and the self-defense? It's not just one class at 9 o'clock for all of them? Is there Boy, variations where you might yeah. be able to do most of them? Sometimes there's overlap, but sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's a, it's a struggle to uh, decide what you want to do more. I have, yeah. I've had both dilemmas on my case, and yeah, sometimes okay. yeah, you'll have two or three edible okay. walks, and you can go on all of them, or sometimes only get one. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing. Um, there's yeah. always a schedule up, and sometimes the schedule changes, you know, because people cancel it or can't make it or what have you. But yeah. they try and stick with the schedule, and yeah, you can kind of line up the day's events so you can see when, what time it is you want to hit something, and uh, yeah. and try and okay. do that. So. But yeah, there's there's so much stuff to see that, yeah, you might not get it all in. Um, yeah. and you have all these on your website, Terry. Yeah, it all should be on the website. I, I hope Jeff can get that in the in the show notes somewhere where everybody can see it. Absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else did I hit on? I didn't hit on the wilderness first aid. We're gonna have a fellow there. I. It's going to do a little wilderness first aid class. So it's just a quickie. It's not a full wilderness first aid course. It's more of an intro, right? So just to get you interested. Yeah. And there's always always communications. That's Eric's thing, usually. But Eric's out of town this year, so he's going to have another fellow doing it for him. So 
No, that, that we're not talking about the same Eric. No, we are. <laughs> no we're talking way. about the same There's Eric. no way. That guy's got <laughs> not he doesn't understand the concept of it. He thinks can openers are antennas. Like Oh, no. <laughs> oh can openers. They, but they can be and you know they can be. We can yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but I right. I'm just like I was like I gotta throw something at yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, obviously no big shock to anybody who's listened to this before that Eric would be there talking about Oh yes, yes. Yeah. and get, since he's not here, we got to pick on him a little bit too, right? Yeah. Eric's been a vendor as well because he has his rapid survival booth. Sometimes yeah. uh, he didn't last year. I think he was probably too busy, but he's had the booth set up before. I was going to ask about he, vendors. Like, how many vendors do you get? Quite a few, usually. You know, and they they vary. I'm just trying to think of what all we have. I don't know if the list isn't compiled yet as to what we're going to have this year, but. In the past, we've had people there with, with alpacas, and the alpacas were actually there, and the lady sold you know, mitts and gloves and different wear out of alpaca wool. We've had, uh, we had a fellow last year with, I uh, can't remember the name of the company, but like military surplus gear. So you had sleeping bags and jackets and coats and nice. boots and all kinds of goodies, your typical Good. surplus stuff. Yeah. And uh, there was usually people there with food, with, uh, you know, like freeze-dried food, prepared foods. That kind of stuff. You ever had a a blacksmith? You know, we haven't. And uh, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this, was this welding thing I started, was to learn a bit more about that. But we haven't had one that I know of. But I would love to see something like that. It's right across the street from me. There is a a gentleman. He has an Instagram page called Bleeding Hands Customs. Mm -hmm. uh, He's a blacksmith, but he, he mostly makes knives. Ah, you know, he uh, would be he would be a good presenter to have on the show sometime. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. That uh, I, I was talking to him today, and it didn't even think of it mm-hmm. when we were talking. We were talking about something else completely, but um, yeah, to uh, to point him in your direction for next year, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know he'd be way too it'd be way too uh, close to the time now to do anything for this year. But yeah, to point him in your good. direction for next year that. I have absolutely no problems in walking across the street tomorrow night after I get home from work and saying, hey, if you want to do this next year, talk to these guys. Mm-hmm. This makes sense you'd be interested in. At, at, at bare minimum, show up with a, a sample of knives that he may not be able to make a sock up, but like get the information and send it out to people or whatever, or just mm-hmm. be yeah. there to answer questions for people that are curious about it or whatever. Maybe a, yeah. maybe a good option. Because yeah. conceivably, you can be a presenter and a vendor like Eric does. Eric's done it. Yeah. He could yeah. he could present his blacksmithing thing, and that that's something I'd really like to see myself. And it's something prepper related, of course. Now, yeah. if, if if he doesn't mind computers, on the an, annual prepper website, there is a you can download a form to be a, a sponsor or a, a vendor or a, a, presenter, a presenter, and uh, fill in your information, and somebody get in talk contact with them and and line them up. And there are, by the way, there's still a couple of openings this year if anybody wanted to uh, jump in. Well, and, all right, and prepared to do it. I'll uh, I'll talk to him tomorrow after work and let mm-hmm. him know that hey this might be something he'd be interested in. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be Pretty that cool. would be something good to have for sure. Yes, it would. Um, so what do you what what do you have there, Terry, for accommodations or you know people just if they bring a tent, maybe somebody wants to bring their their small trailer or something, or what do you guys have for for stuff for that? Okay, we got options. Now, being a preppers group, you got to be ready to rough it. So the camping is off grid. 
that's on site off grid camping is included in the price. Like it's all it's all for the for the whole weekend, the whole three days. And uh, you know, there's usually firewood available. You know, it's primitive. There's there's outhouses, nothing fancy, no showers, sadly. Um, off site, there is a place you can go and have a shower. It'll cost you a couple of dollars, but you can do it. Uh, for those that would rather glamp than camp, there is a an RV park, a private RV park that's very close by. You can take your trailer there, you can camp there, you can rent a cabin there. Um, so there's that option. And there is an off-site parking area for those that want to take their RV and just do their own thing. Because there's not enough room on site for a person to bring a trailer. So it's pretty much camping only on site. Okay. Um, and, and other folks have done it. They've had We've had motorhomes in there and a few other you know, campers and small trailers and so on that'll go to this off-site place. And then they just have a little shuttle service that runs back and forth and brings people back and forth to the to the actual site. So pretty much everything's covered. Um, there question. is an Airbnb option too, I believe, but all that information is on the website as to where these locations are. Can I camp in my car? Again, you'd have to do that off-site. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you, you then you'd be end up with the RV people that, yeah, there's just no room for, there's not enough room for vehicles, only a select few. And they're usually for the vendors and, and presenters yeah. that need to have their things handy for them. Yeah. Odd question about the odd site facilities for you, Terry. Mm -hmm. How about a fellow like me who has discovered long ago the joys and rediscovered the joys of hammock camping? Are there ah, trees around? There's lots of trees around. There is a fellow that I know quite well that usually comes in on <laughs> one of those... Uh, uh, adventure motorcycles with all ah. his gear and he uses a hammock and he camps out with that. That's his setup. Yeah. Okay. Love it. What Love he it. put on that bike is what he brings with him. And it's, uh, yeah. okay. Well, so if there's, there's a site lots of where trees. I can do that, I, yep. you'll probably see me there. So good deal. Good deal. Yeah. yeah there's lots you. of, lots of trees. No so, shortage of that. So ju just a question then, then Terry, I've, not that I'm confused. I'm just looking for clarification. So if I went for the weekend yeah. and I took my, I had a tent or whatever, I can stay on site, but you said yeah. there's no vehicles allowed. So where do we park our vehicles? Is ah. that on the offsite? Yeah, uh, that's area? up in the offsite too. And again, we'll shuttle people back and forth to pick oh, okay. up your vehicle. And, is, uh, it, is it a far walk just in case for some reason I need to get back to my vehicle because I forgot my saw, my barbecue sauce and I can't have my sandwich without my barbecue uh, sauce and I don't want to disturb someone? It is, is a it a far a walk? walk? It is a bit yeah. of a walk, but the shuttle bus runs all the time. So you, you okay. can hook a ride up, you know, pretty easily. Okay. Not, not too, big, too okay. big an issue. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And Pierre, don't forget the BBQ sauce. Yeah, that's very Yeah, don't forget your sauce. Well, you I'll can forget always, the lettuce before I prefer to get the barbecue yeah, sauce, yeah. buddy. Don't you worry. Can, you can always go <laughs> one, of, one of the wild food walks and get your lettuce from the bush somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, can use you can't get the barbecue sauce. No, sorry. Just no make sorry sure it's not the devil's lettuce, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. No. No. Uh, there's usually um, a campfire in the evenings where people can sit around and shoot the breeze and get to know one another. And so you get a lot of... Uh, one-on-one -on -one time with some of the presenters too. There's some saying in very talented folks here and you get a chance to talk to people and, and, uh, and make a few friends. And that's, that's part of the deal too with prepping is make some contacts and make some friends and, and get some people that, you know, you can know you can count on to help you out and work together. And that's part of the networking 
so so is the the glamping area around the same distance as where the parking area is yeah it's close close? i'm it's reasonably close again there there is a again you're gonna have to rely on the shuttle or maybe park a few cars at the bottom of the driveway but no, they don't want to have too many lining up on the side of the road and get the neighbors yeah. all riled up no. either. So, no, uh, understandable. Right, right. <clears throat> like I live quite a little while away, and if I think mm. camper down and yeah, you know, come down with four or five people, um, I got no problems being off grid. Uh, it's just easier. We might take the camper, may do mm-hmm. the tent thing or whatever. Um, on those off-grid areas during the day, is it good that like when not everybody's sleeping to start up a generator, maybe charge up some things? No, that's a good question. I don't see why not, but I uh, I gotta find the answer to that question. I don't have it. Yeah, right. like I maybe not have it. have it running all night, but like say during the day, or you know, mm-hmm. you can start it up for a few hours. Obviously, within the time when everybody's up. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, preferably a whisper quiet one we have yeah. for our camper when we do that um but you know we can start it up for you know three four hours charge up our battery yeah and you know just whatever it is that we need um but might be an option okay mm-hmm. yeah there might be something in the frequently asked questions on the website you know, I, I can also you can look there and uh i'm gonna make a note to poor old jay there and see if he can get an answer to that and put it up on the website because yeah jeff asked me that earlier and, and i really don't have an answer yeah. so yeah, that's well, a good question. We should have you know, we should have yeah. that info up. Yeah. Well, if you, if you're coming for three days and you want to do your camper, you might not want to bring like nine batteries with you. No, no. Right, so swap it out. But I mean, it you know, yeah. like we we bought a quiet model one. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, you can still hear it, but it's not that full blown one that's ear deafening. Um, yeah. But even that ear deafening one, you know, for a few hours, as long yeah, as you're not, not that bad. trying to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, you're not trying to go to bed, right? You do it at five o'clock when most of the stuff's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's off by seven, eight o'clock. It's not the end of the world, but you know, it's yeah. nobody wants to go there expecting to be like I can do like I do when I go you know, in the middle of nowhere. Like we've gone up to Crown Land and camped for the weekend, where it's just like you had to let the yeah. generator run all night. Like there's nobody around. Yeah, it keeps the coyotes away. I'm good. Well, there's it, that right, right. right. And, but uh, you know, just just something to think about. You know, you don't want yeah. anybody to show up and be disappointed just being like well no, I couldn't no do this we don't want disappointed thing. people yeah right yeah we'll figure that we'll find an answer out to that when i get it posted up there somewhere i right. there's a few people that bring rvs and say some have solar setups and some well, have yeah. different systems that they use on I'm, I'm sure that somebody's got to have a generator and that's probably what they do it's usually their own little group and they all get along and they all have their campfire at night too and yeah. they get to know one another so <laughs> should be grand Sounds like a fun venue. Oh, it is a fun venue. Yeah. You know, you'll 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 love it there if you can get a chance to come. You'll love it there. What have I, I not talked up, about? I tried to get up there last year and it just didn't work out in the in the timing and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely like the event. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go and participate for uh, for one year for sure. Oh yeah. See what uh, see what's up and yeah, yeah. A good time will be had by all. Oh, there's something I didn't talk about yet. Was there? Yeah along with the vendors, which are, again, varied. We did have a food truck last year for those that don't like to cook or the cooking challenged or whatever you want to call them. I must admit I did dull, indulge in a fries and gravy myself. It was, was not too bad. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, don't, don't, don't depend on your three meals a day from it, but, like, your lunch when you're already there listening to classes, like, 
a good poutine and cheeseburger yeah. probably goes a far way compared to oh, your, like, yeah. rice pilaf you overcooked because you didn't put enough water in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, exactly. So I'm hoping they're going to have them again this year. It seemed to be quite popular. It was was fun deal nice. last year. And the other thing we got is uh, there's always a raffle table. There's uh, quite a variety of things. Oh, my goodness, from water purification to knives to fire starting tools to uh, first aid kits to just trying to think of all this there barbecue setups so just all kinds of all kinds of things i did send eric some pictures i don't know if he had a chance to send them off to you guys to look at or not but we have knives fold up saws there is a fold up uh like a, a collapsible longbow last year that was in there some pretty good yeah. prizes some real substantial prizes nice. that uh and it's always a big hit with people yeah well you had me at knives terry oh well <laughs> me too and uh i'm i'm constantly being told by certain individuals that uh i don't know my knife so i i need to get a really good knife you know because yep. i had one of those bear grills ones you know that <laughs> took a lot of heat for that and uh Ooh. Yeah, yeah i still can't I, afford a real knife i, I might have to win one. some heat for that but you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with the uh, with the old school Mora guard. The old Mora, yeah, I've got yeah. a Mora, so you oh, know, I, maybe that's okay then. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with one of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the frugal gunny, so uh, I'm quite all right with you know yeah. a commodity blade like this. Doesn't have to be into the and uh, uh, one of the oh, guys oh. on the uh, the live chat says it sounds like you could have a swap meet there. It, it's Absolutely. been mentioned before, and. Uh, I don't know if we just haven't had the logistics to set it up with or what, but it has been mentioned, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of these years, maybe even this one, it might show up. But, again, keep an eye on the website or the Facebook page because if it's going to happen, you'll see it there. Um, it would be neat. It's been mentioned before, and it would be neat yeah. because some people got, you know, some things they like to swap out and, and trade up to something better or change up. Yeah. I could see that being a big hit. I love to turn yeah. over gear when I find newer, better yeah. stuff, mm -hmm. and I love mm -hmm. to hand it over to people who don't have any at all, and I tell them, mm -hmm. well, I used this in the past, and it kind of worked for me pretty good, Yeah. And so if you want it, here. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a lot of fun, man. And then you learn so much at those swap meets, too. Yeah. Yes. Again, but, just, just the interaction with people, right? Yeah. And, and even if you bring a bunch of stuff and you don't even swap anything, but just those interactions with people that have questions mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, you, you walk to a table and be like, Hey, I've always wanted one of those. And, you know, I don't have anything you want to swap and I don't bring any cash with me, but like just that exchange of knowledge for something that probably wouldn't have come up on a regular conversation, you know, saying, Hey, I live up North and I'm a prepper or, you know, whatever, you know, wouldn't come up in that specific scenario is probably a good way to just be like, Hey, I've always wanted that kit. Oh, well, it's only, you know, whether it's too much or whatever, but you can have that conversation about how it used, how they came about mm -hmm. it. And then, mm -hmm. you know, maybe potentially think about, okay, that is something I got. Can I get your number in case you don't sell it this weekend? Maybe I can reach out to you in a few months and I'll pay for yeah. shipping to me. Right. Like yeah, yeah, all those things. Um, but, and then okay, you so just question. made another contact. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. So, a question I have. So is this ticket-based? Do you need to buy tickets to yes. attend this? On, okay. on the site, on the website, yeah. um, you can go there and you can purchase tickets. Sadly, the advanced tickets sales are gone. We, sh <laughs> we should have done this show earlier, I think. But, yes. Uh, yeah, sadly, it's they're Eric's gone. Fault. So now it's you're... Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll blame Eric. He's not here to defend himself, so everything is Eric's fault, right? Okay. But so, yes, on site, you buy your tickets ahead of time, right there. Okay. So now being other, a good prepper. On, oh, okay. But sorry. being a good prepper, should I buy two tickets because two is one and one is done, or uh, one is safe? I can't tell you how many times I get in an argument with people about this. Two is what? That doesn't even make sense. I said, it makes sense to the right people. You're talking to the wrong people. <laughs> we are those people. Right? So but, if like me and Mel want to go, should I buy four tickets or am I safe buying two? Oh, uh, you're safe buying two. You yeah. can buy my ticket. Okay. Oh, you can buy and mine. <laughs> and there you go. Okay, there you go. There's the four. There you go. No, since we're on the subject of tickets, um, they wanted me to make sure I mentioned this here particular thing because, you know, these are challenging times we live in and sometimes folks would like to come and money's tight or they don't have camping gear or they don't have things to uh, sleep on or what have you. So if, if someone wants to uh, go to the website and go to info at Canada, Info at the annualpreppersmeet.com and type in their case what they what they need or, or what they're having difficulties with and someone will get back to them and, and have a little chat with them about what they can do. So I guess yeah, there might be a might be geared alone if somebody needs something or kind of if like somebody's prepper's, uh, a prepper's help hotline? Yeah, something like that, I guess. So, so is there so me thinking that I wouldn't be able to make it down, but is there a way that I may be able to help with that? Is there a way that someone could donate, whether it be funds or gear, if they live close enough that they could lend out for the weekend, even though they can't attend? Would there be a different web email mm, that they could send I, info? I would go to the same the same info at uh, annualpreppersmeet.com and and put your uh, put your item on there. If there's something you could do to help somebody out, if you had, yeah, whatever. Okay. Or if you wanted to donate a ticket to someone that would like to come but can't afford to, or whatever. Just yeah, like anything like yeah. that would be good. Sounds okay. like a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. We don't want to turn anybody away. That's for sure. More so people, the make merrier. It easier for people. Sorry? But, uh, the, the more people, the merrier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to you come don't want to turn people well, away. That you can. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You don't want to um, turn people away, but at the same time, you're trying to do this thing. So yeah. like, I may not be able to make it down just because of the extra travel, the gas, the time off work or whatever. But, you know, if, say 15 people donate $20 and they can get six people that are close by, just can get there, but just may not have the funds for it, right? Like you can get a few extra people on there. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. May not be a bad way of doing whatever. So, yep. It's a good way of helping one other out. Uh, let's see. What do I want to touch about um, this year? Our, uh, our our main presenter this year. I got I got to find his information on here so I don't lose it all. We got uh, a young fellow coming that some people may know of, Zachary Galt. He's been there before, and he's our he's our keynote presenter this year. And he's a primitive skills fellow. He's been on number of TV shows and featured on different uh, on the history channel and so on so he's, he's quite a quite a prominent fellow uh, he's a bushcrafting sustainable living expert he's got his own school you can go there for classes and so on and Zach's going to be our man this year I don't know what he's going to teach us but uh, he's going to be the the main man this year so it should be uh, should be very interesting looking forward to it right on 
What has he taught in the past? He's done um, the last last event he was at was the 2019th one, and he was teaching uh, fire starting with a bow drill, how to make a bow drill, and and how to start a fire with a bow drill, which was quite interesting. It was very very good. Then he gets everybody in there participating, and everybody's trying to do their bull drill fire. <laughs> yeah, I had to work at that. I would tell you, I had to work at that. <laughs> everybody thinks it's easy until they. It's got not easy. No, it's no, not no, easy it's not at easy. All. No, it looks easy, easy on TV, but uh, no, That's not in real life. I do it on YouTube, hun. This shouldn't <laughs> be that hard. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it's hard. I haven't even oh, attempted yeah. it, and I know it's hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a great idea to to do a challenge, uh, a, a primitive skills challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's brilliant to also teach it. There's a level yes. of confidence you get when yes. you acquire those primitive skills to be out mm-hmm. in the bush, and I, I think it's brilliant to share it. And we should yeah. publicize this as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So if any of our listeners are out here listening, and uh, you've got friends, you should definitely share with them the fact that this is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing quite like learning these skills one-on-one. Uh, we've yes. done this on YouTube now, but we have done this for thousands of years in person, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. nothing quite replaces that. So that, No, it really great. isn't. You can watch all the videos you want on YouTube until you get out there and actually start doing it. So it's like the bow drill thing, right? Yeah. Until you really start doing it. That is that is hard work, man. It's really hard work. It sure the is. Reason, the only reason we are here is because some of our ancestors were able to make fire. Mm-hmm. The ones exactly. that didn't, they are not our ancestors. They're not our they ancestors anymore. No. <laughs> no, they didn't make it, right? Like, exactly. so, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's getting right. Everybody becomes too confident. Well, I'll just exactly. ask someone for a lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, that might. And not there's be nothing wrong with the old Bic lighter, but uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a skill to well worth doing. Where mm-hmm. yeah, then I mean, I'll talk a lot of crap until. You put one in my hand, and all of a sudden, I've got like this carpal tunnel, and I can't do it because it's a lot easier to do the big thing. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I don't want to do it. But like, <laughs> it, it's going to be hard, and it's going to suck, and I haven't done it yet. But mm-hmm. it's definitely something I wouldn't mind trying one day. Oh, for sure. Well, my carpal tunnel is a lot better, obviously. Oh, of Podcast course. Challenge, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Zach also does um, uh, shelter building and primitive shelter building and stuff like that too so it, it'll be interesting to see what he, he's got in store for nice. us this year i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it there's a there's a bit more info again on the website and on the facebook page there's some brochures that we'd uh, we'd made up and you can kind of look at them there it tells you a little bit about what's going on and then as things are as it progresses and we have more information available you can find out there as well um, but zach's a pretty good uh, hands-on teacher he's a, a really Talented young fellow, and, and he's a, he's a young fellow. He's very very good, very good. Uh, and this year, another thing we're going to have this year that's this is a first for this is if you guys interested in black powder, we got a guy there is going to going to do some a black powder demonstration for us. And I know this fellow fairly well. He's a, he's a, he's another nice fellow, and uh, that's his gets his gig this year. So it's it'll be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to that myself. How he's going to how he's going to do that or what he's going to talk about. So is he, is he um, an expert in making the black powder or in using it? I'm very no, I think just now. using it. Um, I don't think he makes it, but he's, he's, he's kind of a primitive skills bushcrafting kind of follow himself. Uh, Wolf star child's his name. And he has a, he has a website. You can, you can look him up on YouTube 
Uh, you can find him on Facebook, um, Barefoot Bushcraft. Wolf, Wolf does everything with his bare feet. He's an interesting fellow. He walked the Bruce Trail from one end to the other in his bare feet. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. All 900 kilometers of it. Yeah. Wow. wow. All in his bare feet. Took him he a couple have, months. He must have <laughs> leather he, under there. I don't want to I hate walking from the bathroom to my room without socks on. I, I yeah. hate being bare feet. Oh, I can't well, that's, do that's his gig. That. Oh, good on you, buddy. Nice fellow. Yeah, yeah, you got to love him. He's he's an interesting guy. He races uh, dog sled races. He does that too. He has an archery and survival school down in Grimsby area. I'm not exactly sure where he's down that neck of the woods by Niagara somewhere. And uh, yeah, okay. check out his YouTube channel. Zach has, has got a YouTube channel and a website as well. If you want to look nice. that up there too, anybody wants to check out those two fellas. Again, all this info is on our, on our website, Facebook page. There's Thank a you. good question in the live chat. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Trapping. trapping sessions. Ah, yeah. Ah. Now, you know, that's a good one. And I don't, haven't seen anything for this coming year. We've have, have had fellows on the past where they've, they've done stuff, but I don't know what's coming up this year. I, I didn't see that on the agenda as, as of yet, unless you know somebody out there that would like to come and do that. That'd be good too. Have them come and <laughs> onto the website. There's, there's, and uh, There's a guy right, like, Oh, Over there. oh, that fellow. Yeah. <laughs> that so, fella. so I'm into he the trapping thing. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, I got to check into that because one of the things about trapping in Ontario, and I don't know what it's like in other jurisdictions, but in Ontario, it's a highly controlled thing. Yes. So yes. you and I can talk about, say, snaring rabbits. That seems to be like a gray area. You can, that's okay to talk about. Mm -hmm. But for anybody who wants to trap uh, a fur bearer, such as a beaver, a mm -hmm. muskrat, <clears throat> um, excuse me, um, mink, marten, the fisher, uh, even bear is considered a, a fur bearer. Yeah. Um, you need special training because there's considerations. Um, mm. There is, uh, and and maybe if. If I can throw this in for uh, to sell the trapping thing a little bit, because the trapping uh, discipline has changed immensely in Ontario. Uh, there are certain kinds of traps that used to be legal, and they are now not at all. Yes, uh, and that's for reasons that we don't want to inflict cruelty on these animals. Uh, mm -hmm. When we kill them, we want to have a really good, clean kill. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to harm the fur. Um, so there's an entire approach to trapping. There's a time when trapping has to be done. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, there are approved methods and approved traps. So, um, we have to be careful because there's even some traps that may have been legal in the past, like two years ago and now are not, oh, yes. uh, because things evolve that quickly in the game of trapping. So mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. see why you don't have too, too many sessions on that topic. Um, but it would be really, really cool to talk and, and do an intro to trapping. Mm -hmm. And uh, the rabbit snare is probably the best way to do that, I think, because it's accessible to everybody. And mm -hmm. it's frankly a prep item that I believe in, and I have it on my kit. Because if you're marooned yeah. somewhere, and you're a hunter, trapper type, fisher type, and therefore you're okay with skinning game and that sort of thing, um, you're most likely to find rabbit runs than yeah. to see large game at any point in mm -hmm. your adventure slash misadventure. So yes, yes, 
that'd be really cool to do. Thanks for that, Terry. I put yeah. Might, if you're interested, go on there and and fill in the form if you want. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get take a look at that and thing. see if, if we can squeeze her in this year. I'm sure it'd be fun to do. All right, that would be fun. Uh, other than that, let's see. You got the Wolfman. We talked about the Wolfman. Oh yeah, cool guy. Cool guy. So we got lots of good um, stuff coming up. I I already said I so might not be able to make it there this year. Yes. The cool no the cool guy. I won't. Oh the cool guy. Oh well, yeah. we'll, we'll post a picture or something. In one of your favorite in one of your favorite t-shirts. <laughs> so Terry, can you say... just buy a, a day pass if you just wanted to go for for one day, say your schedule, you gotta work the weekend, but hey, I can go on the Friday. Can you buy a one day pass or do you have to yes. throw out the whole shot? Yes. Again, on the website, go and do that. Or I guess maybe you could do that when you show up. I'm not sure exactly how the day pass is going to work, but there is a day pass available, 50 bucks per adult. Kids under 12 are free, and you can come for whatever day you want. Um, again, that, that info should be on the website. I don't know if you have to buy that in advance, if you, okay. can, if you can pick it up there. So, But that, that that's an option. Um, the other thing I guess I should say how much it does cost is because it's uh, – so it's one fifty for an adult, an adult for the entire weekend. So that includes your camping and and the beautiful outhouse and uh, and uh, the primitive living and so on. It includes every all the all the events that are going on, and uh, you can interact so, in any any of the things. Any of would the that one fifty? Would that one fifty include potentially that off grid where you would sleep in your vehicle or park yep. your camper? Yeah. So not yep. just the, the tent. No, that that includes your. If you're going to go off site and stay in your in your camper, that's that's included in that. Okay. Uh, what's not is if you go to the private RV park. Yeah, okay. that's extra. Or if you want to partake okay. in the shower, yeah, that's uh, that's extra. But but you can you can camp on site okay. or, or at the off site for for free. So. Is there a little pond close by? If I can save a few bucks on the shower thing. That's a very good question. I <laughs> honestly, I think I think there's. I think there's a bit of a of a, a stream flowing through the park, the the RV park. Okay. <laughs> there is a little there is a little stream on site there too, but I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to see a skinny dipping in there. That's where the kids play usually. You might get might get a bad rap for that one. Yeah. Okay. 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 But just yeah, if you know didn't want to show up and be like, oh, it's an extra fifty bucks if you brought your camper, or you're gonna sleep in your vehicle or whatever. So like other than those two spots you said that were like Airbnb or like an actual campground. Yeah. The 150 is that 150 plus tax or 150 including tax? Oh, now that's a tough question. I think <laughs> I think it includes it, but I I could be wrong on that. That's okay. Yeah, so that, that we'll have to check the website on that one. Okay. So for, no, just, for your question, Pierre, on the 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 shower thing, I, I don't know, Terry, if this is accurate, but in your show notes that you said on the off-site off-grid RV park, there will be outhouses, water, and firewood. So I don't know if you. Oh, that's on the. You know, that's the on-site can... one, and uh, the off-site yeah. one. You might have to might have to take a couple of sticks there with you, but because they usually have a campfire there as well. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, it, but there's I mean, no water on the off-site one. No, you'll have to have your own. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Being a if good I worded prepper, that incorrectly, gonna... yes. Sorry, that's my Be... mistake. But you can get no, it all okay. on the on-site. Clarification is good. Yeah. But, but yep, yep. being a good prepper, you'll at least go to Costco and pick up one of those big boxes of wet wipes, and you don't have to yep. worry about showers. That's that's what some of us do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the end of the weekend, you know, nobody wants to get too close to you. But 
but you can but uh, you can you can do your best. Some, I've done people, it for a week. People hug to hunting. say hello, but they don't hug to say goodbye. Yeah, that I am the <laughs> I am the master of the wet wipe. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> We're supposed to be rugged yeah. prepper types, right? So oh, we, yeah. we can tough her out. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, she's pretty nice. off-grid, pretty primitive. I hear there's no uh, cell phone reception there. Uh, oh. it's, uh, it's not good. It's not good. I know for, for myself, I had to walk out to the, to the end of the laneway to the road in order yeah. to get a signal to talk to anybody. Or so that's why Eric's thing is so popular because he talks Perfect. about communication. communication. You got no cell reception, but hey, look, yeah. my ham radio license works, yeah. right? Like, so I get why Eric's so popular now. And some of the vendors manage, I guess it depends on your service, you know, who you have for a yeah. service, but <laughs> some of the vendors manage to get, uh, you know, their, their little, uh, what do you call them, those electronic gizmos yeah. to, to pay. They, they managed to work, except for last year. When Remember last year when Rogers went down? That was that weekend. Uh, <laughs> was it? It was that oh, weekend. Man. That was, oh, and if you didn't wow. have gas, you were kind of hooped. Yeah. So well. yeah. I remember. I was the king for that weekend. I, I had a wallet full of cash. I was <laughs> yeah, the king, I come man. Prepared. I like, oh, oh, laughing. <laughs> yeah, I come prepared. I was I okay, was, uh, oh, Well done. Well done. Yeah, that that, that weekend is, is a a fishing weekend, a whole bunch of us guys get together out on crown land and, and we have no cell reception where we go either. So yeah, we were, we were gone for four days and come back and the phone's blowing up know. about, yep. Didn't even know. They, like didn't even one, know. Of the, uh, <laughs> one of the guys is, uh, is a, vol a volunteer fireman with the local fire department. So he takes it. So in case we need something desperately, he takes his quote unquote fire radio with him and he can get communications with that or, Eric will usually bring his uh, his portable ham, and we can yes. we can reach out if we desperately yeah. need somebody. But it's a it's a pretty good drive down a single lane cow path to get to uh, cell reception. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the bit of a bummer there. But you know, again, being a, being off grid is not a bad thing. It teaches nope, us no. tolerance. No, it's not. But not that little walk it out to the end of the laneway, you know, it's it's a couple hundred it's a couple hundred meters. It's a, it's yeah. good exercise for us all. So. Yeah. Oh yes, Good. you do that a couple of times a day. Make sure you get your get your miles in. Get your steps <laughs> yeah, down. That's right. Yeah. Although I, I would imagine mm -hmm. a fellow with a Starlink over there would be pretty popular. Oh, he'd be popular. <laughs> oh yeah. <Big> time. <laughs> <laughs> and and if anybody is and if anybody doubts how well Starlink works, tonight's episode is brought to you by lithium, no, iron no. phosphate, and. Starlink, <laughs> right on. Good old yeah. Starlink. I've heard good, good things Starlink. about that. Right. Yeah. Hey, I got a vouch for it. It's uh, it's working very well for me. So I'm good. happy. But you, you haven't even glitched out once, which is Not surprising because I because I got the pin drop of where you are, and I was just like, there ain't shit around. I'm oh no, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so yeah. Ah, nice. I, I I sent it to my father. He asked me one day, uh, <clears throat> "Bro, can you send me a pin to where you live?" I said, sure. I sent it to him. And he said, you live in the middle of nowhere. And I said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the way I like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Starlink works really well here, as you can see. So you never know. If uh, if I'm on the road a lot uh, that month, I've, I've got to look into it. i got a crazy schedule this year. Uh, things are, are shifting, but I'd really love to go. And if I go, it'd be pretty cool to have my complete mobile setup. That's <laughs> uh, something I'm working on, um, and that would be an interesting thing to do for a show uh, as, yes. as a presenter is mobility. Absolutely. 
yeah. as a concept. And, 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 you're, and test your setup, right? Yes, and that would be a really good way to, to showcase it. So, mm -hmm. and, and, and not even uh, showcase it, but I have a feeling that with the amount of people there, if you're having an issue with something, you'd probably have someone just rolling their oh. sleeves up in there to, to give you a hand, right? Another oh, goodness, yes. There's all kinds of folks or, there. Or whatever, right? Like, so now you've got 40 people trying to work on the same problem <laughs> mm -hmm. with yeah, lifetime feed, everybody, okay, you know, hey, flick this switch. Oh, look, that solved the problem, right? So when you're here, like 40 people, yeah, you, you'd be the you'd be the, the life of the party when the lights go out, which is well, when it. I find when any preppers get together, it's just a knowledge fest of exactly. Oh, hey, you can do this. You can try that. And oh, geez, if you got a problem, hey, let me give you a hand. I'll... It's amazing, actually. So mm -hmm. that's why I, I'm looking forward to it. I want to try to find a way to squeeze this into my busy schedule this summer and, and yeah. go. So, uh, here's a here's a thought for you, Gunny. If you do actually get there this year with the Starlink, Terry, you said it runs Friday to Sunday. Friday to Sunday, yeah. What time Sunday does it end at? Uh, it usually winds up about three o'clock. Okay, well then, Gunny, stick it. Make sure Gunny can stick around for a few more hours and have him podcast from there. Hey, there yeah, you that go. That would be really cool. In fact, it'd be even cooler because up here, I don't know if you can see it. Oh, I can. Da, 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 da. That is my old battery pack. Yeah. Right there behind the reloading press. And I'm hoping to squeeze that into a mobile power pack, which I picked up at Princess Auto. Nice. The good old Princess Auto. The good old Princess Auto, man. So I was thinking it would be really cool to actually make it and do the Prepper podcast from this mobile power pack right from down there. So there if I go. could swing that in, man, that would be a really cool thing. If yeah, not this year, then next year, there may yep. be more than one. That would be a good thing to put on the agenda for some time down the road. Again, that's what we can talk about. That, yeah. yeah, that's a good marketing uh, exactly. uh, material right there. Mm -hmm. I like it. We don't okay. have cell reception, but Starlink works great. But Starlink that's works right. great. <laughs> That'll be we'll kind talk. of a You need to become a distributor. Let, they let, let them pay you to sell their stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you know what? They should. <laughs> Helping sell their gear here. Yeah, it's an Eric's neighborhood. He could he could come yeah. by for that. Everything. E Elon, are you listening, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all happening over your gear here. Thanks, We've had a couple questions from the live chat. Anybody else uh, got any questions for Terry uh, for the uh, about the the preppers meet? Anybody on the panel got any questions that? He hasn't answered yet. Something you've thought of as the night's gone on. <clears throat> I've got one. No, oh, go uh, ahead, Pierre. No, I've I've just been like good information, prices, different options or whatever. I, I would. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be there this year, but it's highly unlikely. But it's definitely gonna be a thing that I really hope to do for next year for the weekend and try it out and. Mm -hmm. Meet some like-minded people that don't oh, live around yes. the corner because people suck. For sure, because you'll meet <laughs> some interesting people there, and you'll have some conversations, and and uh, yeah, you'll you won't be bored. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah no, really lots good, of interest, good folks. Yeah, lots of interest. Uh, hopefully, take the trapping course that Frugal Gunny is going to do next year. Mm -hmm. But uh, doing whatever. But yeah, no. Um, thank you very much. Um, that that's all I got. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. 
I do oh, have thanks. an odd question for you, Terry. Sure. Um, if anybody happens to have time off bracketing that weekend, what's the fishing like around there? What kind of lakes are there in the area that are accessible for folks like me that just feel the need to wet a line now and then? Hmm. No, I'm not local to that area. Okay. And there, there's probably some experts that could give you some feed on that one. The Sydenham River is close by, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Used to be pretty good uh, trout fishing there, if I recall. Okay. But uh, wow. how far away? I'm not exactly 100% sure. But we could we could find that out for you for sure. Again, that info at the annual preppers meet. I'm sure Shane knows somebody up in that. Well, the people that live there, of course, because they actually live on site. That uh, and, and you said it's in Desboro, right? Desboro, yeah. Desboro. So yeah. for anybody listening out there, Desboro, if there's some good fishing lakes that you know of, go ahead and hit us up in the in the chat with those. So yeah, uh, it's close to Mount Forest. Um, it, it'll cost you a day pass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Feed, feedback. That's, that's at how you get a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It'll you can cost find you all kinds pass. of stuff out there. <laughs> all kinds yeah. of stuff out there. Brilliant. So, yeah, I, if there's anything I haven't got, um, again, you'll meet some interesting people there. Uh, the, the, the contacts you can make and the friends you can meet are uh, well worth the admission, right? That in itself, without partaking in any of the events. Yeah. You know, a lot of hands-on, and then there's a lot of just theory stuff. You can just sit back, back there and talk. For Any U.S. branches? Three days. Not that I know yeah. of, you know. Um, uh Again, you could always ask that question. I don't know if Che's affiliated with anybody that that, uh, that has an event down in the U.S. or not, but I, I'm not familiar with it myself. But. I have one last comment to add. Mm -hmm. Just Terry, the, what you just said kind of brought this to my mind to the forefront. Um, I'm a member of a couple of different prepper groups. <laughs> one of the mm -hmm. things I focus a lot on is the people networks. Yeah, that's um, one of the most important things. Huge. And so if you're one of those lone wolf preppers out mm -hmm. there and Hollywood loves to paint pictures of the lone wolf, uh, I, I think Hollywood likes to have us go full, you know, lone wolf out there because then we just become victims of consumerism. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in a network of people, uh, you'll have a lot of people step in and tell you, hey, man, you don't have to go and spend all that money on all that gear. You can just That's get right. this, 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 and this. And if you know how to do this, this, and this with those tools, guess what? You're already on your way. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no better way to do that than to network with other people uh, sure. who are doing it too. So Exactly. And nobody knows everything, right? Like Some Absolutely. people are really good mechanics, and some people are really good at first aid, and some people are really yep. good farmers. Me? I'd starve to death if I had to farm. I've tried it, and, you know, I haven't been having a lot of luck at it, right? So it's not good. And I'm a funny, pathetic hunter, too. So <laughs> the only thing, I'm, I'm just a wrench and hammer guy. That's all I'm good at. And, and that's a useful skill in itself, too. It is. It's a useful skill in itself. So if, if there's something to break, maybe I can help out there. But yeah, yeah. but everybody has their talents and, and some people, and, and that's the thing. Let the people that are good at what they do, do what they do. And get yeah. together and... You know, united we stand, divided we fall, right? That's right. right. And it's, it's a step towards starting Absolutely. to build your own community, too, mm -hmm. because then you know what skills are lacking around you. And then, yep. you, okay, now that I see, I see that I could maybe start working on this skill uh, mm -hmm. or that competency, uh, and away you go.
Exactly. Yeah. Or, or exactly. make a connection where, um, you know, you, you only have to rely on a few days of figuring this out and then someone more competent can, you okay. guys can meet up and you become yeah. a very competent person in something they struggle with and mm-hmm. they become the competent in the thing that you struggle and you guys both um, sort of move or uh, compliment each other, right? Like yeah. if, like, I, I've, I'll be just as, I mean, Mel is really good at growing stuff. I, I have a feeling I take after my mom where my mom, we used to buy her flowers and then everything died. So we bought her fake flowers and she left them in the sun and they yeah. melted. So like yeah. she killed yeah. fake flowers. Yeah. Right. I so like, like she has more of a black thumb, not the green thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, I'm better at certain things. So like complimenting each other and being able to stand the person obviously makes a huge difference. But uh, oh yeah. yeah, just e- even the wealth of knowledge where, you know, hey, try doing this, and all of a sudden, you know, you can at least grow mm-hmm. lettuce or yep. uh, tomatoes to put on whatever. You know, if you're good at hunting, but you need some substance to figure out how to grow potatoes and onions and everything. Yep. You know, just uh, even having those conversations, even if it's exactly. not a person that you're going to talk with a lot, um, but just making that small connection where someone gives you that one thing that now makes you uh, the greenhouse guru. Mm-hmm. You know, from a three-minute conversation compared to the YouTube, which I mean, yeah, we're knocking YouTube, but we're also live on YouTube, so like that's different because we're we're yeah. a lot cooler. And um, and YouTube might be gone, you know, and depending well, on the circumstances. Just get Starlink. Just get yeah. Starlink. Oh yeah, look at Google. Starlink. Yeah, we got yeah. with Starlink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but, but yeah, just just those small things. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's awesome. I'm hoping to make it this year. I don't oh, think yeah. it will, but. Well, all you can do is try. You know, that's all you yeah. can do is try. But yeah. there'll be some some really talented, talented people there. Like you'll meet some really good people, and that itself is worth the admission fee on its own. It's just yeah. some yeah. really good folks there. Some of the true experts in what they do. And they wouldn't it teach be cool? me over and over again the same thing because yeah. I forget it and I got to relearn it every year. Yeah. <laughs> well, sounds like a good place to hang out. Um, oh, other yeah. than that, it's a good place to hang out. And, and it would be really, might be shared, you know. <laughs> it's probably really great to run into other people from your area mm-hmm. who are there that you didn't even know are also preppers. Uh, well, because it. a lot of us aren't really active on Facebook and social media like myself. No. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, there's probably a lot of preppers in my area I don't even know about, and yeah. it would be really cool to meet them. You don't there, know who they so are. Gives you a that, chance to network, right? That is a good big plus to find some local folks exactly. who might be there too. So there's another incentive for everybody to go. Thank if you it's for people your time. From your, if, if it's people from your area, they probably also have Starlink. <laughs> that is a very good point. Redundancy. There you go. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I have a feeling if I show up and I don't have my Starlink, I'm going to get roasted. So I'm oh, going to have to. Oh, you that. are. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be chased you, off. You, you, put it, you put it out there to the podcast world, my man. You're, yeah. you're committed. You got to bring it now. Yeah. At right, bare you minimum, you're going to meet someone that has listened to the episode. Yeah. Which is yeah, not yeah, a bad sure. thing. Which yeah. is very likely. Oh, there's cool. a few out there. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. be holding you to account for that one. Yep. Yep. So I'll have to make sure I pack that in there and bring it along. That's Perfect. fine. It's a pretty handy thing. So thank you. That's great. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out on that, on that Facebook or not the Facebook page, but the website. And I'm sure uh, I'll find a spot for you in there somewhere. Brilliant. Be good. Thank you. Much appreciated. 
All right. Well, if uh, nobody's got any more questions, and Terry, if you think you've kind of covered what you can, and there's no more questions, I'll uh, we'll move into the uh, the podcast challenge. So it's pretty simple. If you can go to the preppers meet. Good. There's simple. a good challenge. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. That's that's the challenge. So um, upcoming events. Uh, Catcom 2023 is back. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's at the International Center on Airport Road in Mississauga from September 8th to 10th. I will put the uh, the link in the uh, the show notes here. Just give me a second. I got to find it. There it is. It's just uh, tatcomcanada.com. Uh, again, September uh, 8th to 10th, International Center, Airport Road, Mississauga. So I will uh, quickly move into my uh, my weather blurb here. So as I've mentioned in the podcast, and I mentioned it earlier under the, the bit of the news section, um, the change in the weather from the uh, the change to the El Nino, uh, as I mentioned, it would move the jet stream a little bit further to the east. And just the way it moves, that's allowed uh, much warmer air to migrate uh, much further north into Canada and kind of become stagnant. Um, this is commonly called uh, an omega block, and anybody who uh, knows the, the symbol for the omega, it's more or less an upside-down horseshoe, and that's that's exactly what's what's going on there. They've got a low-pressure system on one side that spins counterclockwise. You've got a high-pressure that's blocking it, so it can't move. On the other side, it spins clockwise, and it's just pulling all the warm air from the southern U.S. right up um under the dome, I guess, if you want to call it. And, uh, and then it just sits there and that's basically what's happened in Alberta and mm. a little bit into BC. Um, on the other side of the, the block in, in BC, some places got a lot of rain and some flooding and other places, uh, on the other side of the, the block, they got, they got the warm air. Uh, it's been really bad in Alberta. Uh, hopefully, uh, it is breaking. It should be breaking now. Um, or hopefully in the next few hours, um, that high pressure system is finally going to move out. It's going to allow the low pressure system to move and that's going to cause, so what that's going to cause is a, it's going to lead to a cascade of storm after storm, uh, through the Northern plains of the U S like Iowa, South Dakota, Illinois, that area. Um, they're going to see several rounds of storms some have the potential to reach their severe levels so you want to you'll want to keep an eye on the sky for that um, as the low pressure system moves it's going to pull uh, the cold front with it and that's going to reach around a little bit down to the south some areas of uh, northern texas oklahoma could also maybe potentially see some severe weather um, and this pattern appears to be locking in for at least the first half of the week so they should be expecting to get some good rain out of it, which they desperately need, like everybody else does. Uh, Brad, do you have a deal of the week for us? Canadian Tire. It's got a, uh, a turkey cooker, a propane turkey cooker, the whole setup there. They've got it $40 off right now down to $130. I figured it was just in time for turkey season. Mm-hmm. Gobble, so, gobble. Yeah. Gobble, yeah. gobble. I have mm. one myself. It's the same kind of, uh, I bought it somewhere else, but it's the same 
same make and model, whatnot. It's got a little timer on it. Uh, we did uh, deep fried turkey two years, no, a year ago. Uh-huh. Over, no, uh huh. No, two years. Two. Two years. Two years now. Yeah. Two years now. Pierre and Melissa and a few other people, we uh, tried it out for the first time for uh, somebody's birthday. I think it was. No, I think it was Thanksgiving over at uh, Mel's mom's. Was it Thanksgiving? I thought it was uh, birthday. It might have been someone's Either birthday. Way. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was two years Either ago. Way. It it was delicious. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. It worked. I loved it. I've had uh, I've no. had deep fried turkey three or four times before that, and uh, again it was a it was a smoking deal that I found, and I, I bought one. I am very glad that I did because you can use it for lots of other things than turkey. And actually, uh, kind of on that, it, it wasn't the um, the propane one, but uh, one of the guys at our our fish camp, like I say, we go out in the middle of nowhere for for four days, and he's got a propane. Uh, like you don't have to have the oil. It just it, it heats up the sides. You can drop the turkey inside. We didn't do turkey. We did chickens, whatever. But it was phenomenal. Yeah, he cooked up really, really well. Nice, nice. Gonna have to figure out uh, what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you should have seen. Uh, you should have seen Frugal Gunny's face when we showed him a few of the things we have in our garage for when the power goes out <laughs> and the propane setups we have. And he was like, I want that. I want that. that. You yeah, probably so. got a Blackstone or something similar to that. Uh, yeah, no, we've got a few <laughs> yeah. Blackstones. But uh, no, the best one we've ever gotten, I want to say it was last year or whatever. So we bought a, I'm pretty sure it's a camp chef, but it's a propane oven. Mm-hmm. It's got two burners on the top, and you can put a full chicken in it. Yes, yeah. yes. Runs nice. runs on propane. I'm like, it's a little bulky. Like, if you're going camping, it's going to suck to, like, carry. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're, you know, for Frugal Gunny, where he's up, I'm like, you get that up there. I'm like, <laughs> you can make a roast. You can make a chicken. And he was, like, standing in my garage. And I'm like, I know he was trying to figure out how to get it in his truck without me noticing. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, like, I'm like he's trying to take this because he's like I need this up there and I'm like yeah we'll, we'll keep an eye if ever that comes up uh, we'll yeah. definitely put that out on they're the thing. cat's ass I well, was yeah, had one, and she yeah, used it uh, a couple of years ago when we went to the preppers meet as a matter of fact she brought that with us and and uh, she cooked a bunch of things on it was really good yeah, Brilliant. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome we had a power outage we had it in our back deck we were making spaghetti like Boiled the noodles, made the meat, put the sauce in, had the generator going, and we were watching Yellowstone on the side of the house. Nobody had power, and we were eating like kings and enjoying mm-hmm. entertainment, right? Like, yeah, it was definitely cool. So uh, I, that's what I'm going to keep an eye on for hopefully a deal of the week because I know that time of year is coming up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, anything you can cook outside is way better than cooking inside. Every time. Uh-huh. And yeah. and Brad, just, just so you know that, uh turkey the propane one it's called the big easy so if you just google the big easy cooker you'll uh, it'll pop up there so Sweet. um easy. i've got a shout out for uh terry thanks terry for coming out uh it was a great episode lots of good information and um lots of good questions so thanks for uh thanks for coming out and giving us a lowdown well Absolutely i appreciate it. thank you yeah. yeah thanks for having yes. me good to see you again Oh yeah, it's good to be back. And now, now that I'm on here, now I got to get a, get a plug in here because 
once this preppers meet is over, it'd be nice to come back on again and, and do a little uh, post preppers meet uh, chat. If we can, absolutely, again, if we can squeeze Aaron's in your busy here. schedule. That would be great. Not that here. So we we all acknowledge it. We'll make Eric follow along. Sounds okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, we'll make He's it happen. Super. Somehow. I had to get my plug in for that. So. Yeah. No, I, that's a great idea, Terry. We'll absolutely do that. I'm yeah, sure it would I'll, be interesting for a lot of people. So with touch. that, uh, I'm going to bring episode 204 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbeam, Spotify or your favorite podcast app. Please help us out and submit a review. It helps other people find us. We record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Pepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab. That gives you alerts when we're going live. You can find me, The Frugal Gunny, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and even on the Canadian Prepper Podcast Discord. And if anybody's looking for me, you can find me at, uh, send a message at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, or I'm also on the uh, the Discord. And Brad, where can we find you? At uh, batbradcpp at gmail.com. And I too am also on the Discord. Um, and Pierre? You can, you can find me or Mel at Off Wall Customizing on all the socialist medias or at Gmail. Uh, I'm not going to lie, we're probably going to keep it semi-sort of low-key if we are planning to move because we're going to have a bunch of stuff to pack and a bunch of renovations to do when we move in. Um, but if you do need stuff, we will do our best to not miss the emails like we have done with a few people, and we sincerely apologize. Um, I'm on the Discord, but just send me a private message. I forgot about it for a few days, and like there's like a thousand notifications, and I was like, I'm done with this. So... Um, or Monday nights, I'm on the other CPP where I critique the government, as my intro said. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, do you, do you want to give out anything where anybody can reach you, or we just direct them through the uh, the Facebook well, page to uh, the yeah, annual preppers meet? Make note of the Facebook page for the annual preppers meet, and then anything regarding the meet itself is go to info at, at uh annualpreppersmeet.com or, or the website and if anybody's really desperate for talking to somebody and they want to send me a some message or something it's just it's just my name it's terry l blackmore at hotmail.com all lowercase all one word hotmail hotmail because i'm hot they're yeah. still using that thing <laughs> oh god yeah look at the freaking hair <laughs> i was on that thing right from the get-go <laughs> i'm surprised it's not we have to catch a pigeon and find the right code on it to send the message back to you <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be if you that would be scott that wouldn't be uh okay that would be oh, scott. Okay, that, that's true yeah. Uh, so please uh, check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get Eric there on the live chat if he wants to uh, show up uh, while you're buying some of your prepper gear. Uh, as I mentioned, you could also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So thanks for joining us. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe, and keep learning. Thank you.